And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. And welcome to For the Pops on the For the Pops Network. As always, I am Scotty Slade, and I am joined by the entrepreneur of New England, Jamie J. Mikowski. And here on For the Pops, we talk about it all. We talk about wrestling, music, sports, pop culture, you name it, we'll talk about it. As I try to get through this world as a newly found dad, and the wily vet, Jamie, gives me some hints and tips along the way. Jamie, speaking of hints and tips... I hear just recently you had your um, Tim the Toolman Taylor hat on. Yeah, you know, I was I was Mr. Handyman over at my house this weekend. I, I installed a new set of uh, deck steps. How did, was, they, how did they come out? Uh, eventually, they came out just fine. There's this old rule, I guess, that uh, it's measure twice, cut once. Okay. Have you heard that one? No. Yeah, that's like a handyman's, right? Our, yeah. our guest is looking at you like you're an idiot right now. It's, well... T- of course, I apologize. Bring our guest in because he he'll want to jump in yeah, on this. Yeah, he's he's getting excited because he loves working with his hands. But if anybody's ever listened, we always have a third rotating guest. This week, this show, we have none other. I'm excited about this, Jamie. It should be fun. This guy is a promo king. He is <laughs> a man who is a lyrical genius. He literally has the gift of gab. He is one half of the American Destroyers, one half of the one-time Slade Brothers. He is running on tassel power. This is none other than Mikey Webb. Thanks. <laughs> wow. For having me. <laughs> Amazing. You, you were a Slade Brother? I was a Slade Brother. A one-time Slade Brother. Really? Yeah. yeah we were, it was at uh, MWF, and uh, they needed like a spot tag team to work Bo and somebody else. And so... Mikey wasn't working regular shows, and I had a second set of different color Slade gear. Yeah. So I gave it to him, and we came out. And we were the Slade brothers. Right down to the uh, the Undertaker boot covers. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad that you had to show. How long did you that. wrestle for Chaotic? Five, six years. All right. Because I knew you were around for a while. You were uh, you were truck driver. You were ring crew chief too. I did a little bit of everything. You yeah. did. That was <laughs> awesome. I remember the, the fellow that came after you in Ring Crew. That was rough. That was a little rough for us. Was that uh, Cam? That was Cameron. <laughs> that was Cameron. How who many he... trucks of yours did he crash? Three. Three? three. <laughs> he crashed three. And fortunately, after we got charged for the first, our insurance got dinged on the first one. Um, did you ever go to pick up the truck during the day with um, Christine that used to work at Ryder? I've gone and picked up once. Okay. Exactly once. Christine liked us. And like, depending who would go over, they would flirt with her. I'd bring her presents. So after Cam, when Cam wrecked it the second time, Ryder calls her and they're like, hey, they damaged the truck again. She's like, no, no, you're counting. No, you must be wrong. That's the damage they did the first time. And they're like, oh, okay. They did the third time. Ryder calls her again. They're like, hey, Chaotic keeps denting the truck. And she goes, I don't know what the F is wrong with you people. I told you they did it once. You guys keep reporting the same thing. Why don't you get it fixed? It was three different crashes that he got into. But, but yeah, not to not to count the slug hitting the uh, low PAV building, right? Didn't he do that too? Yeah, but there was also uh, the time Jeremy sardine oh, is... canned the top. Oh my <laughs> god! We were we were wrestling at a hotel, and there was a clearly marked overhang that said eleven foot clearance. 
he thought 14 foot truck could fit under it, peeled it right back. Oh my god. Yeah. And that was uh when we were sitting up around the corner of the building. I'm like, where's the truck? I start walking toward it, and Kofi was there at the time. And Kofi walks up to me, he goes, You don't want to you don't want to go around the corner, boss. <laughs> Yeah, Bef- but anyways, back back to you, Mike. You Before have... that, you had a pretty good run of crew, uh, ring crew chiefs. You had handsome. Yeah. Then you had Julian. Oh, that's right. Biff. Biff was Biff actually? Did Biff ever actually drive? I don't know if he drove, but I thought he was the ring crew chief because I thought maybe. I well, because he was asking for money to be ring crew chief or something to that effect. Uh, I don't know. And then Mike Nice for a while. Mike Nice. Oh. Oh. Uh, Dijak and I split it for a little while after okay. Dijak was going for a little while. Then we handed the rings over Slug to Slug got peppered in there at some point. That was I know before that he... me because he killed Mercedes before right. me. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, no, wait, wait, one more question for Mikey sure. Webb. Then we can move off the chaotic talk. What happened to the tassels? Where are they now? Oh, wow. Wow. The tassels even. They went away. No, like, I want to know active. where the physical tassels are. Oh. Where the physical tassels yeah. are. Like, that's, in, that's in Mikey Webb's uh, role play drawer for him and his wife. You're in my, <laughs> you're in my offices. You, you can see lots of my souvenirs from various he times. He comes in firing up with his leg kicking. It's crazy. Right? <laughs> Stop. What is wrong with that's you? That's his old fire up. It, oh, it was so good at the fair. Which fair was it? The, the Whaling City Festival, was, was it? Was that the one the top rope ran? Is that what it was? Yeah, so what had happened was Scotty goes... You know, you're having this great match. All your fire, your charisma looks great. And then you just come unglued and go classic Mikey Webb. And I was going around the ring when I fired up. Like, I had one of those old skippets. All right. And it was, I lost the crowd immediately, which is pretty much the uh, trajectory of my entire wrestling career. But going back to your question, uh, I still have the tassels. Um, every once in a while, I think about throwing them back on and getting back in the ring and then i think what the hell's wrong with me and i just keep them locked away in my basement it's okay i'll keep you posted i'm gonna do a chaotic reunion show where all of us who have been smart enough to walk away we're <laughs> gonna come back for just one and to see how much of a cluster f we can make one show on one night yeah that's cold fury 10 right wow yeah, the, cla- the, the classic countdown yeah yeah the chaotic classic that countdown that was locked. amazing it's amazing. It's it's weird because that was right around the time I came into Chaotic, and I didn't know anything amazing. going on. And you seemed so happy at the time. Oh, God. I think that was also the one I drove out of the way to get you a Starbucks. I showed up late, and I still got yelled at. But anyway, so so back to you being yes. Mr. Handyman. Yeah. Now, are, are you a handy kind of fella, like around the house? Like, can oh, you do house repairs There's and all that a stuff? good segue into how he is a DIY. Or D- really? Do it your yeah DIY. What, what segue am I missing? Oh well, I'm gonna let him tell his snake story. So what happened? What happened was, uh, our steps on our deck they were rotting out the wood underneath. Yep. And then earlier this week, I stepped down once, like the whole thing kind of gave out on me a little bit, and I got so pissed. I'm like, what the hell? How bad are these things? So I kind of kicked it, and like literally the stairs just rotted out and they fell apart. So then I attack it with. A hammer to take the whole thing apart. I was able to save the boards, the actual planks that you step on. It was the um, the under part, the the support parts of the uh, of the steps yep. that had broken. So then I, I measured it all. I went to Lowe's. I bought the pieces the other day. Bought all the little brackets I would need. Installed the whole thing yesterday. But I went from three step. I went from two steps up to three. I added a third step to level it off a little bit. When I was at Lowe's, I had two choices of of step sizes. It was 36-inch or 48-inch. 
Well, I knew it wasn't 48 because that was just too tall. That was up to my shoulder. So I grabbed the 36. Turns out my steps, because remember, I reused the old pieces. Yep. Turns out they were 44 inches. So I had my third step wasn't quite making it all the way across. Yeah. But I went back today. I still nailed it in so I would have a temporary step for the weekend. Went back today, got the longer one, cut it down my cut it down myself this morning. Say that. Measured off, cut it down myself, did it all. Then I primed the whole thing, repainted them all so they all match now. Now, why so did you why did you do it yourself? Do you get enjoyment out of it? I do. Or? I'm actually believe it or not, like I would say that project today was probably like the upper level of my my home skills. But like I for my daughter like when she wanted her closet redone, like I did all of the 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 not the California, but you know what I'm talking about, the, the railings and the shelves and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I did that, like, installing blinds in the house. So you get I enjoyment. I do all that, yeah. So you I get do, enjoyment out of yeah. it, right? But, like, if you said to me, like, my front rock, my front walkway needs to be redone, that's probably not one I'll take on myself. I might bring somebody in to do that one. So you Makes thought sense. not bringing somebody in and doing it yourself yep. was the best way to go. Yeah. yeah. And Mike, then I'd take a little pause halfway through yesterday, though. As I shared with you after I uh, yes. kind of got most of it apart. And I had these big uh, concrete pavers that you would eventually step down onto. Yep. Well, I had to lift those. Because remember, the steps are now three steps. It was longer. I lifted up, and I found that's where a snake was uh, living. Nope. Nope, I was out. <laughs> so I took a picture. I texted these guys. I'm like, I'm currently in my house waiting for it to go away. I was really hoping to see that snake, by the way. Oh, oh no, I hate nope. snakes. Now, when I was lifting up the pavers, web, there were bugs and all kinds of didn't care about that. I saw the snake. I'm like, nope, I'll just right back in the house, close the windows, might burn the house down. I haven't decided yet because I don't know where it went. So Webb yes. also decided that he would be better at doing something than hiring a professional. So he went out and he rented a truck. And okay. then he said to a few <laughs> of his friends, I have a small job I need help with. Do you think you guys can help? And of course... We would help. He's our buddy. So we all show up and we go, what are we moving? <laughs> he ended up getting a piano for free. <laughs> and he lives on the third floor. Are you kidding me? So we... <laughs> now, who's the we? Uh, it was Brick, Tomahawk, or, was, or am I confusing Brick and Tomahawk? Wait, they're different people? They are different <laughs> people. I know that. It was, maybe it was just Tomahawk. Maybe Brick didn't exist. He might not have yet. Yeah, I don't think so. So it's definitely Tomahawk. Cam. Yep. <laughs> and me. Yep. And me. I was there. I wasn't just directing traffic. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> Jamie, I've never lifted anything this heavy in my life. <laughs> and and to this day, I've never seen him play it. Once in a while, I open it up. You, I tickle the ivories a can, little bit. Can you play the piano? I can't, but I really want to. <laughs> We thought when he needed help, because he didn't tell us, he didn't tell each guy that he asked the other guy. So each guy came into this thinking, oh, this is like a, like one of those light ones that two guys carry and it'll yeah. be done with it. Then when all of us showed up and we looked at each other and we saw it, oh, Jamie. Or you, or you thought maybe he went to Ikea and bought like a, like something like a, something. a, a desk or something y'all had to help him carry up. But no, oh, that's kind of awesome, Mikey Webb. It got to the point, oh man, it was bad. Scotty almost died. Yeah, because we were going up the stairs, and the guys dropped it. So it pinned me against the wall. <laughs> Why is this not like a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Think of like the villains from Home Alone. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt <laughs> like. That's the sound of a tool chest coming down the stairs. 
So yes, Mikey Webb is uh, in fact a DIY. I mean, you did. Well, do, I mean, do you do other work? Like, do you do stuff around your house? You built the. the I built the uh, the arbor. So you um, <laughs> you didn't come to my wedding because you <laughs> no, had to be. You, in, I was away. You pizza garbage. But I invited you. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, the the arbor, the thing you got married yeah. underneath. I built my own arbor. I That's went awesome. down, cut down the trees by hand in the woods, built yeah. out all the the wood, and then built it by hand. Funny story about his wedding that also has another do-it-yourself yes. moment. <laughs> but there's a lot of them, huh? So we get there the night before, you know, is uh, to set up uh, the venue, so to speak. Um, you'll know this venue. It is in Hudson. Yes. It was uh, where Chaotic has ran its shows in the yep. past. It's a nice outside pavilion. So we had set up the tables, uh, but this was at, like, middle of the night. We could barely see, okay? Yeah. And, and, we, and we thought, we thought, we smelled something, but we didn't. We just thought because it was late, we were sweating, yeah. whatever, no big deal. So we wake up five, six a.m. next day. We get down to the venue, yeah. and it reeks. Skunk reeks. Nope. There was actually a lobster and crab cookout <gasps> on that Friday. They threw it in the dumpster. No, and the dumpster smelled awful. No problem, right? You just call the dumpster company, have them pick it up. Right. It's a Sunday. And there was no dumpster companies oh, to come no. out and pick up. Uh, Saturday. But, oh, Saturday. I'm yeah, sorry. Saturday. There was no the, dumpster companies. But the to come middle out. of summer, because I was gone. So it was. It was a hundred degrees, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. It was. It was. Li- the forecast was literally. So those 100. shellfish were fermenting. <sighs> it was pretty awful. So what do you do? Well, they they advised us that there's another dumpster. Okay. Up the hill. So we got a golf cart. And we jumped into the, it was Dijak, Webb, and I. And my father-in-law. And we were elbow deep in dumpsters, putting them into bags. Are you serious? Putting them into the back of a golf cart, driving it up to the other dumpster and throwing it away. Once we got the dumpster about half full, we doused the whole dumpster with bleach, and we duct taped plastic bagging over the top to contain the smell. Gold. We were fine for the rest of the day. Nobody knew the better. Yeah. You are... No, you are a, a, a true groomsman. I tell you, my groomsmen saved the day. <laughs> they <It> was, did. <laughs> it was because uh, it was a DIY wedding, so right. we did the whole thing ourselves, and we got there, and we weren't planning on that. We were planning on a much smoother day mm-hmm. where we set up some chairs, put up the the things for the flowers to be held on. Should be no problem. Get there, and the place reeks like you wouldn't believe. Wow. Yeah. No, no. Staying on topics later. Are you a handy fella? Um, I'm gonna go with no web. No, I am. Yeah. So yeah, but that's just by nature. Does that make sense? So before I am at the current job I'm at now, I was actually a maintenance man for nearly twelve years. So pretty much I've done everything from build decks to real. Yeah. So you build decks. <laughs> you used to build decks. I'm sending you pictures all weekend long, and you jackass don't. Hey, Jamie, do you want me to come by? And you know, give it, your hand? but I've been. You know, I'm rusty. I haven't done it in. I haven't done what it in, in years. <laughs> Seriously, what a jerk. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. I used Thanks. to to strip and rewax all this other stuff. Like, yeah, I used to do it all. Mm. Yeah, that's so. It was good to see you guys get out there and. Well, apparently, I need new I, friends because <laughs> you know one of mine is a complete jerk. But you know what, Jamie? By the time this airs, yeah, uh, literally the biggest holiday for for the pops would yeah. have passed. The biggest holiday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest holiday in For the Pops history 
will be passing, and that is yes. Father's Day. Yes. Which is uh, at this time next week. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any plans? You know, Cheryl finally asked me yesterday uh, what do I want to do for Father's Day. I don't like going out. And this is a, whether it's Father's Day, Mother's Day, Easter. We don't like going out on those days. It's like everybody's out and all the prices are jacked up. So like, if you want to go to a buffet that day, right, mm-hmm. you're going to pay 50% more than what you would pay on any other Sunday to sit with more people. So a lot of times what we'll do is on those days, you know, weather permitting, we might like go grab some steaks or something, grill them out at home and stay home and then do a quote unquote day out or a night out another if you're gonna grill another them, weekend. You're gonna put them in your thing for six I'm hours. I'm gonna use right? the sous vide thing that <laughs> the what? The sous um our other good friend Scott Guerin, the the chef, he's been on our show and he taught me how to make steaks using a sous vide machine, which is where you put them in a sealed plastic bag in water and you put this this gizmo in there. It heats the water up to 135 degrees, cooks the steak for about two hours to 130. So now it's medium rare. Then what you do is you heat your grill up as hot as it'll go, throw it on the grill, sear it, and it's ready within about four minutes. Still sounds like boiled meat. It it sounds like it, but it's not because the meat's never touching the water. Okay. Because it's in a sealed plastic bag, so it's just heating it. And then you're just searing the outside. I'm surprised you didn't see it. I put the whole thing on, on social media. I was tweeting and I was putting on Facebook that the entire process. Didn't you do you not follow me on Twitter or, or for the pops on Twitter? Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> um, so with with leaving the wrestling business, yeah. Mikey Webb also left all of social media. At the end of the show, I don't why know, is he here? I don't know what to ask him. He can't even promote this for us. I was gonna. <laughs> wasn't gonna, our whole goal to start getting guests who would help us promote, and help us build our audience? He's gonna put up flyers in his. I was gonna say something. It's like old school chaotic. Yeah, yeah. We have posters here for you if you posters, can go put them out. Some of the uh, postcards that show up, in, like mailers. You know. Yeah, he's gonna send out the old school mailers, doves, <laughs> smoke signals. We should we should give Mikey Webb like a coupon redemption code. Like, give him a code word. And anybody who goes on to any of our social media and, and uses the secret word will know Mikey Webb sent them and just see how many we get. That would be amazing. But your wife is still on social media. Yeah, she uses Facebook. Okay, yeah, because I still see her on Facebook. <laughs> she uses the, the Facebook. She uses the Facebook. <laughs> She's got all her friends and family on that thing. <laughs> Posts embarrassing photos of me and the dogs. No, no. Hannah's Peter Griffin, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tell you what, Lois. <laughs> now, did you ask for anything for Father's Day this year, Webb? Oh, excuse me, Slade. Um, truthfully, I copped out. So for this is probably hell three weeks for me when it comes to finance planning, thoughtful process, because you've got uh, Phoebe's birthday. You've got uh, my wedding anniversary. You've got Mother's Day. You've got Kylie's birthday within a three-week time span. And then you have Father's Day and my oh, birthday okay. back-to-back. So to cop out, I bought my wife and Phoebe tickets to go to Sesame World in Philly. Okay. So we're going to drive out, theoretically, Sunday morning on Father's Day, stay in Philly for a few days, take them to Sesame Street World so they don't have to worry about what to get me. Now, random question that's going to be related. Sure. Do you use Waze to get places? I do. Do you have the alternate voice on there right now? Right, Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. (laughs) Okay, okay, just making sure. I have Cookie Monster on mine Come on, man. Just making sure. Turn left. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for photo pops. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's what I'm I'm particularly doing. And and now, Webb, obviously, you're not going to be doing anything for Father's Day unless there's breaking news. No, you want to tell? No breaking news for so me. So he's yet. not on social media. We have no breaking news. Hey, good choice of guest today. What, wow. do, you, do you have any well, summer? There's a door. No, that, we're happy to have just... you. Do you have, do you have summer plans? Do you have plans for the summer? Yeah, we um, besides college. So I'm in my last semester of actual classes for grad school for my teaching licensure. We are taking a two-week vacation to Tennessee. Where in Tennessee? Uh, but you t- said to your wife, you're the only 10 I see, right? That's actually <laughs> how I pitched it. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's sexy. It was, good. It was really, really good. And then I got lucky. It was great. You know, it's, de- it's depressing that um, Mike goes on all of these exotic uh, ca- uh, go-aways for the school that he works for. Right. But when it's time to take his wife somewhere, she takes him to Tennessee. <laughs> I'm going to China. Yeah. Where are some of the other places you've been? So I've been to Iceland. I've been to China. <laughs> uh, next year, I'm going to Normandy and following the path of the invasion of Normandy. But honey, guess what? We're going to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to Dollywood? <laughs> oh, we almost decided to go to Dollywood. We were trying to figure out like exactly what to do. Dollywood was high up on the list, but didn't make the cut. So actually, what we decided... How did Dollywood to... not make the cut? What's in Tennessee? So we're going down there for the race. We can't see. We're gonna see... So <laughs> this we... is an audio it's, podcast, it's, pal. That's Casey Kane. <laughs> so we're going down to see the NASCAR race. There's three... Bristol's kind of like the one of those meccas yeah, yeah. of racing. So we're driving down there to see that. Um, on our way, though, we're going to stop and do something in every state that we pass through on the way down. So it's actually going to take us six days to drive to oh, Tennessee. Nice. So in Connecticut, there's a... Foxwoods. Not Foxwoods. <laughs> WWE. We thought about Foxwoods. <laughs> <laughs> WWE, we're just going to stand outside the building and we'll look at it and be like, wow, I really failed. But <laughs> no, no, what you, what you have to do is take a picture and put it on social media. And, I, and be I like, look where I am today. Like all these uh, other douchebags Jamie, do. What? he can't do that. No, but you actually have to get on social media just meant. to post <laughs> that yeah, and then could, do it. He wouldn't know how to reactivate so it. Continue. So continue. Sometimes Scotty posts about me on social media. <laughs> That's true, I do. <laughs> so continue. So what are you doing in Connecticut? So there's uh, Prospect Theater, and it's a uh, 401 recognized charity theater that is run by adults with disabilities. So right. um, as a special ed teacher, I thought that was kind of a cool way to give back on my way down on my vacation. So we're going to stop there. In Pennsylvania, there is a park, and what happened? Sesame Place. Not, not <laughs> without Hershey. our kids. We're just creeping Hershey. around Sesame. Place. No, there's a there's a park where there used to be this long um, Philly Zoo, the first zoo of America. <laughs> used to be a long train trestle that went through, and at one point they got a big tornado and it cut the the train bridge right in half. It was like overlooking a ravine. So they capped that, and you can actually go out there, walk to the end, look over, have a picnic. So we're like, let's go. Have a nice picnic that <laughs> have day. Have a picnic at the end of a yeah. broken railroad. Let's, let's walk out on this broken railroad trestle <laughs> and uh, have a picnic. Well, <laughs> did you make the sandwiches? <laughs> it was actually her idea. You'd think it was mine, right? It sounds like a Mikey Webb idea. It was definitely hers. And I was like, Can you please have Hannah mark you as safe after your dinner? <laughs> So what's next after the uh, death, uh, we're death, also going, yeah, the death bridge? We're also going to the uh, 9-11 Memorial Museum in New York in City. In New York, yep. okay. And in New Jersey, we're going to go to the... Uh, a tire fire. A tire fire <laughs> in New Jersey, right? There's not much... That's just Giant Stadium. That's the, that's, 
they've got this uh, this beach, and it's like apparently the United States' longest stretch of like unbuilt beach, like not built up at all. I just feel like Mike has gone to a gas station where it's like fifty <laughs> world attractions, <laughs> and he studied it. Well, honey, we're, next year we're gonna go see the giant penny, <laughs> biggest thimble. <laughs> There's so much to see in this country. I mean, as dads, how can you not be like finding out how can I do something a little bit cheaper and bring my kids there? Well, I mean, Jamie doesn't have to worry about that, but I mean, like you're a nor- you make good money. You're I mean, you're richer than I am, but you oh my goodness. Like, so I'm anyway, giving I'm you sorry. gold here. I'm sorry. So keep but going. But I was midway des- describing my vacation. Keep going. Keep going. We've only been through like four states. <laughs> So what other states do we have left here? Um, Washington, D.C. We're going to do a uh, a nighttime tour of all the monuments. Okay. Uh, so that's D.C. Virginia, we're doing, because uh, then you basically can cross over almost directly into Virginia. Uh, North Carolina, we had something in North Carolina. I can't remember. That's okay. Um, Virginia, we're doing Virginia Beach. And then we'll drive straight through the night and then do three nights at Bristol. And then we're doing a week in Tennessee. So can you pull that up? I don't think I needed to. Yes. Yeah, so I didn't need to go through North Carolina. So I did. I touched on Virginia. And then we'll cut right from Virginia Beach. Brought up the See large that? for the pops. Yep. Uh, yeah. See the mountain? edge there? If you yeah. look where Virginia just crosses over into Tennessee, okay, we're in that's right, right where Bristol is. All right. So We are a visual podcast. Everyone can Google a map, as Dijak we'll po- would say. We'll post it. It's okay. Right? On your social can we, media can we put him in a little car with his with a big <laughs> Can you check in with us? <laughs> can you text us and we'll do live web updates? Literally? Literally. <laughs> I like it. Pictures and everything. I want one of those like big heads in a car. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, you got it, yeah. Um, and then in Tennessee, after the race, we're going to go to a distillery to see the uh, official moonshine of NASCAR. We're gonna see moonshine be made. Do you? But you don't drink moonshine. I don't drink moonshine, but I might try some moonshine for the experience. I drink about once a month. Yeah, yeah, once a month. <laughs> but we're talking moonshine. Yeah, but it's like the official moonshine of of NASCAR. I'm so not saying not anything like wrong with it. Like I'm just real, worried for you. But it's not like real moonshine. I can't think it's like this guy distilling someone's backyard. Like no, 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 no. But regardless, no, 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 no. No, what I mean by that is even. Sellable moonshine is the strongest you've probably yeah. ever let your lips touch. You're, this is the guy that on my bachelor party had to say to the waitress if we, they had milkshakes. And when he found out that they were free, he literally gave her $5 and said, can you keep them coming a different flavor every time? And oh, he, that was And he bad. drank like six to eight milkshakes that night. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, so the worst That's was at so 5 a.m. when there's like yeah. eight guys in one room, and he goes, can I go to the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, why, why the fuck are you asking me that? Well, he went in there and literally destroyed it, woke everybody up with how bad it smelled. But anyway, I digress. So, yes, the, moon, the moonshine, you are going to get knocked silly. Yeah, Hannah will definitely be driving. It will not no, be. When is this trip taking place? When are you leaving? We leave August 9th. We need we need live updates. No, Mike. Please, I'm begging you. I think Out, I can make that happen. Outside of this trip, when it comes to summertime, I feel like... Wait, wait, can I ask one more question for his trip? Of course. Wait, I have one more question about the trip. We just got to if, Tennessee. You're if, not even going to let me finish? Uh, no, I, I think we've... We, <laughs> you know what? We don't want to ruin it when wait, you actually <laughs> take the trip. Because here's what I want to do. Can we set up a few times on the trip where you call in to me and Slade, and what we'll do is we'll record it? Oh. Why not? Why wouldn't we do that? Does he know how to call in? 
Always we'll give them a number and I'll okay. we'll figure out right. the technology on I, our end. I call a number. No, 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 no. no it, we've been trying I've been trying to get you on this show for a while and our normal thing with guests who can't come in is Skype. And you were totally turned off by that. So that's why I was just asking. Yeah, I'm not gonna I have <laughs> I've you know what I nah, have yeah, zoomed yeah. before. I use Zoom for we'll, we'll send you a Zoom number. <laughs> it was I'll a TV a... show I watched as a kid. <laughs> zoom a zoom a zoom a zoom. I'll send you a zoom number and we'll do it that way. But you've See? gotta you've gotta keep us posted. Okay. You get live. the zoom invite, you yeah. you hit the link, it's it has a little <laughs> iPhone <laughs> one tap, you just literally yeah. tap it and you're connected. Okay. All right, so go ahead, Slate. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Um do you completely uh, oh yeah, summertime. Summertime. So my uh, Jamie wanted to talk about like summertime activities, and to be fair, when I think summertime activities, I I think of Mikey Webb because you are an avid, you you like going to the beach, love going to the beach, and where where is your if you had to give all the all the the dads and people listening out there where where is that one place that you think they should go? For the if summertime? I'm ranking beaches, Jamie's not going. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just get this uninvited to the beach? Now wait a minute. Now Jamie, yeah, is there any beaches in the New England area you wouldn't go? Well, probably the ones I don't even know about because if I haven't heard of them, I probably I don't know why. What beach is he going to? What beach you going well, to? there's a relatively close beach to where we are right now in North Andover. Which one? Hampton Beach. I've been to Hampton. You go to Hampton Beach. Okay, I grew up at Salisbury and Hampton Beach. Okay, you grew up there, but once you didn't need to be there he, anymore. You know, actually, to be fair, that uh, not don't knock Jamie. When you go to Hampton Beach, you know when you look at the left and you slowly see the whole island, not the island, the whole <laughs> island, no. the whole coast start to go up? He owns that corner. Oh, okay. <laughs> the... <laughs> I used to go to long... Bo- I used to go there before you were born, you little, you little snotty punk. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 all these little punks. It's like, no, I, I used to go to Salisbury and Hampton. Salisbury, when there was an actual, like, Carnival and when boardwalk. The boardwalk was it there, was awesome. And you had the the haunted ride there. What was that? Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. But there were like three story arcades, and yeah. there was and Fury and I will still argue over the Tripoli Christie's Pizza debate. Where do you stand on that? Oh, Tripoli, hundred percent Tripoli. You're a Christie's person. I'm definitely a Christie's person. Uh, again, you're wrong. But uh, Fury's a, a Tripoli person too. Yeah, Fury and I are Tripoli. Slade, I don't. I can't remember the last time I tried Christie's. When we go, uh, Kylie's family owns uh, a couple places over near there, and we get Tripoli's. Yeah, so. it's always Tripoli. I w- drove up to Salisbury uh, a few weeks ago, just to kind of look around. It is, uh, it's hurting around there now. Yeah, it was supposed to be being built up, and you, it's it got really... it got caught in the middle, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, like we were up there last year. They've got like, this one really nice restaurant up there, the Sea Glass. Yep. But they tried to kind of build condos and upscale. But it just—you could tell—it just got caught right in the middle. Yeah, now you got the—you got like multiple biker bars there, yeah. and uh, Christie's is still there though, yep. so that was a plus. It wasn't a total waste. I'm like, I'm gonna go check out Salisbury, and there's still uh, Joe's Playland, but Joe's Playland's no longer too like right. it's two floors, but they definitely cut it in half yeah. and tore some of it down, and that's the only arcade there. And there's the and one Joe's Playland used to be the only place that still had the uh, what was the awesome WWE WWF game. Uh, the tag team one. Uh, Royal, Royal Rumble? No, 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 no. The, uh, WrestleFest? WrestleFest, thank oh, you. Okay. So the only place that still had WrestleFest. But no, you, you little shit. I used to go to Hampton and Salisbury all the time. Would you take? Have you ever taken your daughters? Yes. To, you have? Yes. Daughter. 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 Only one. It's okay. Yeah. I don't frequent it there, only mostly because we leave for the summer. Yeah. And because where we are now. <laughs> well, we do. I leave for the summer. <laughs> no. So, so. But we don't have time to go. But to- also, you know where, you, 
a lot of like my daughter and her friends when they go to the beach now, they tend to go to the other. They tend to go the other direction, like up toward Gloucester. Yeah, there's like Winger Sheik and Cranes are up that way. That's where they tend to go. Hmm. What, what, about, what about you, Slade? Or yeah. do you just do you just put a little bucket of water in a sandbox oh, in the man, backyard? I'll be yeah. But, um, no, uh, for for me when it comes to summertime, it's it's in North Conway, New Hampshire. My in-laws own a house up there, so when it comes to time off, we go up there. Um, we uh, kayak down the what Saco is that what it's called? Yeah, the Saco River. Um, hit up the just ri- the best part about North Conway, and I am the least knowledgeable when it comes to like beach life outdoors things of that nature like when i grew up in rhode island it was just like horse neck beach and that was it that's all you went to there was like some parks nearby but it wasn't like the get-togethers my father-in-law has shown me things up in north conway like these weird like alcoves all of a sudden it's just like this it's maybe like a size of a football field but you gotta like drive to it through woods and it's just like this open water area and it's gorgeous along a mountainside things of that nature north conway has a lot to offer and uh the fact that you know you're able to go up there and I'm able to turn my phone off, so to speak, is kind of like so what we're doing. You live like Mikey Webb. Yeah, you I s- get to s- experience what Mikey Webb lives like every Fourth of July week. Oh, that's kind of nice. And then you just fly around the world and go to Hawaii. I, I don't. Fly, I go one place every year. Honolulu. Honolulu. Do you Honolulu. ever get bored with just going to Hawaii? Yes. Repair? Yeah. Now, are you a world traveler outside of that? Or? I used to. I used to be. He could fill. Six part podcasts with I his used to, travel. I, I, when I was younger, I was really fortunate that I worked in hotels, so I got to travel a lot. Um, but he this, says this, work in hotels, meaning he, he just started buying hotels. He's like the bags. Monopoly man. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> but you'll appreciate this. We often discuss, you know, whether it's spring break or Christmas or other times when we travel, should we go somewhere else? But then the adventure of Hawaii is my family lives there. So we don't have to pay for things like hotels or food. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just at that point, you're like, all right, do you really want to go to the Bahamas and pay for everything as versus going to Hawaii? Where really we're just paying for a flight and going home. So that that's kind of what it becomes. Okay. But and especially now that the other thing was, as our daughter was in that younger-ish age, I wasn't a fan of traveling internationally with her because of everything that happens now. Now that she's older, yeah, we'll probably start traveling again. One more thing before we go to break. Gosh. And if Jamie, if you've got input, I yes. don't have as much as Webb does. But another part about summer is hanging out with friends and family and you guys get all together. And sometimes summertime brings these obscure lawn games that usually people just have a lot of fun with. And Mike, I feel like you've just had your hands on a handful of different lawn games. Is there one in particular that you would recommend? And I don't mean to put you on the spot. There's also just one, just one, <laughs> just one. Can I, can I put them in like order? Can it's, I give you well, just what you, one? Can you give us the top three? Sure. Top three. Go ahead. All right. I love ladder ball. I love cornhole, and then my new one that I really, really like is the spike ball. In a clo- you ever played spike ball? <laughs> what is spike ball? How Sounds are you dangerous. What are you off social media? Right? Like I'm the one who doesn't know stuff. You have like a little net on a plastic. Um, <laughs> Visual podcast, folks. Yep. Well, everyone's played Spikeball, so he's the only one who doesn't know. Yeah. 
So you have a little net, and you're spiking like a little inflated ball at one another, and you're playing almost like volleyball, except you're hitting down instead of hitting up and over. So what it is, Jamie, this is the game we played where it's four people? Yeah. So what it is, Jamie, it's a uh, circular, it's about a, maybe about a half a foot off the ground. Yeah. It's a pulled net, think of like a basketball net, pulled tight, so yeah. it's got buoyancy to it. So what happens is, is you and I are sitting across from each other, Yeah. and our team is to our left and to our right, Okay. and what happens is, is I serve... And the point is, is once I hit the ball and it successfully bounces off the mat, yeah. the other team has to then hit the ball back at the net. Okay. And once that bounces and connects, our team has to do it. All right. And that is the concept of the game. But here's something I found out because we played it wrong that day. <laughs> so I went and played with... Uh, You're not supposed to let it hit the net. No. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to go under the net. No. You play it much like volleyball so you can have sets. So if we're on the same team and they hit it to us... I could, if I can't return right away, I could pop it up to you and you could hit it down or you could pop it back to me as long as you don't have three hits similar to volleyball. So the game actually becomes way crazier like that. Say me, I just, there's a game with Frisbees and you throw it at a bottle on top of a stick and you can sit and drink and there's no real movement going around. <laughs> I don't think I've ever lost that Fris game, by the way. Frisbee stick ball? Is yeah, that, what, is that what you I call don't it? know the name of it. We'll find out before we go to break. Oh my God. But uh, when we come back, Mikey Webb, Jamie, has said something very controversial. Something that uh, I don't really know if there's anybody that shares his opinion. Mikey Webb said, and I quote, the sport of football will disappear in the next 10 years. Listen to why he thinks that when we come back on For the Pops on the For the Pops Network. Hey, everyone. This is Jamie from the For the Pops podcast. You know, on our show, you hear me talk all the time about Undercover Wear, Chaotic Wrestling, and a lot of the other companies I've started or worked for. Over the course of my 20-plus year career, I've helped dozens of businesses and literally thousands of individuals reach their personal and financial dreams. And you know what? Now I want to help you. If you have a small business, a family-owned company, or maybe just a great business idea, reach out to me. Maybe you're looking for a job but need some help with your search or rewriting your resume. Just let me know. Who knows, maybe you're a pro wrestler or a pro wrestling promoter who needs some tips on growing your role in the industry. Well, I can help. Check out our website. It's ohanane.com. That's O-H-A-N-A-N-E.com. Or just go to forthepops.com and follow the link at the top of the page. My company, Ohana Enterprises, we offer everything from individual coaching to marketing packages to website design and even more. Our only goal is to give small businesses and individuals the boost you need to succeed. So check us out at ohanane.com and let us help you make your dreams a reality. We are back on For the Pops on the For the Pops Network. As always, I am Scotty Slate, joined by Jamie Jimikowski. In this episode, we are joined by Mikey Webb. And Mikey Webb has made a prediction. Mikey Webb has a vision. Mikey Webb, is it the sport or is it just the NFL? The NFL. Okay. Mikey Webb believes that the National Football League will disappear... Be replaced? I think it'll be gone as we know it. Ooh, gone as we know it in the next 10 years? 
Well, that was two years ago, right? So oh, I've so got eight, eight left oh, to I was, be right. I was yeah. giving you some padding. Yes, Jamie, he believes that the NFL will no longer exist in 10 years. Well, eight years now. Mike? The the big multi-billion dollar. The floor is all biggest, yours. Biggest <laughs> sports entity in the world will cease to exist in less than a decade. Yes. I can't wait to hear this one. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. You need players to have a league. And when you look at it from a grassroots perspective, the number of players has been dwindling for the past 10 years. With the, with the news of concussions and the fear is also causing parents to not let their kids play football anymore at the rates that they were before. So kids are starting to turn to other sports. Soccer's on the rise. Uh, lacrosse is on the rise. And I, and I deal with it at that youth level because I coach at the youth level. And the amount of time I have to convince parents to let their kids play. Football is proactive in a way that they're trying to change the tackling and the contact to the head. My fear is that it's too late because th there is a war on football going on right now. So without players, we're not going to have a league. So with all that said, and Mike, just to give the listeners some background, you played football through high school and college. Yes. You actually played alongside or against uh, NXT star Dijakovic. Yeah, that. You played across from Dijak? So it's a little funny, right? So we played against each other in high school um, and then on the same all-star team in high school, then against each other again in college. Okay. So. so you've had a lot of experience with football. So you played for, what, eight years, six years, um, four years? Eleven years. Holy shnikes. Now, have you recently been to a uh, physician, neurologist? Have you been tested for any sort of pauses in your speech? <laughs> I have not, but I will say that <laughs> there are times in which it's alarming, the things that off the cuff I can't remember. Now, do you think that's associated with football or wrestling? Um, mostly football. Okay. So because of this experience and what you've seen in the numbers, you assume that the, the pool of players to go to the NFL will dwindle. I'm seeing it with programs constantly. So right now, I decided because football was hurt, struggling in our area, I started a middle school football program, and we're part of a league of other Eastern Mass teams. And because of the state of football right now, every year we have to figure out who's actually going to be able to field the team and who's going to be in the league and who won't be in the league. Right. So it's very real that a lot of these programs only have – 16 kids and sometimes they only have eight and then they have to fold and then these kids are going to youth football spread to different areas you know so you got if there are three surrounding towns two kids might go to one team two kids might go to another where these all these towns before had two or three teams at that same age level but wait but get back to your core argument for a minute that the nfl well see i is was going to, because i, I was building something up to right. that point and then i wonder if you, you and i are in. actually going toward the same thing Go probably ahead, not but so right, what probably, i was gonna yeah, good, say good is bet. what i was gonna say is is what the reason why i can't see the nfl going away unless you say that the product just gets to like a dull roar and becomes like unwatchable but if you're going to say the NFL is going to dissipate, my argument, I guess, would be, uh, what was the name of the organization that just started and ultimately had to dissipate? Was it the AFL? Uh, 
I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's the, the one, yeah, the start one by started by uh, Ebersol's kid. Yep. Yeah, you've got the XFL that's starting. You've got the Canadian Football League, the CFL. You've got all these leagues. the The multitude of players right now, outside of the NFL, is so abundant that if for whatever reason all the NFL teams decided to quit, you could literally replace them with scabs. And I'm not saying the product right. would be good, but the company still stands. I think what Webb is questioning though is that there's a the pipeline leading to those places, but eight years. Oh, I don't. I don't agree with them. That would be. I, that would yeah. mean that. That would mean, in theory, for the drastic drop, freshman year of high school right now would have to be near depleted for there to right. be anybody in the pipeline. We're now at that point. That's our right. eight year mark. Freshman, freshman, right now in high school. We twenty two in eight years. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to adjust your timeline? <laughs> So you, I will. We're going to give you a chance to adjust your timelines, Mike. You will. So what I will say is this: that was a <laughs> that Tom Brady will still be playing and winning yeah, in eight really, seasons. That's one position they want for a Patriots quarterback will not be will not be an open <laughs> roster spot ten years from now. Um, I made the prediction two years ago when there was the biggest amount of decrease in the sport. Uh, what's helped football tremendously recently, and what I've been able to pitch to parents is the actually the Seattle Seahawks. And the way the Seattle Seahawks play is keeping the head primarily out of the tackle. So we're seeing concussion numbers drop. <coughs> but the NFL is, there's no denying the NFL's scared, right? Because if you look at the movie that came out, Concussion, NFL went to war on that to, to hide some of the information that's coming out prolonged with concussions. And also... When I made the prediction, we were staring down the barrel of the lawsuit by ex-players looking for health for health benefits based on the injuries they incurred because of the medical personnel of the teams that they had played for. So when I made the prediction, the NFL was in a lot of trouble. Now it's two years later. I can't step away from my produ- <laughs> prediction. You can, you can adjust it, though. But I, I do think if football doesn't fundamentally change with their approach to how they play the game without changing the game itself, then it's going to be in trouble. And I think a lot of fans, because this past year, or two years ago, everyone blamed the kneeling as the reason that people weren't watching the NFL, which was a cop-out in my opinion. I think people were stopping watching because they tuned in for the violence, for the collisions, and they've taken those out of the game to a point where it's people are starting to wonder how far away from football are we going to get, which is why I think what the Seattle Seahawks are doing is excellent because they play a very violent physical game without the head-on collisions. So if they can take a cue and change the sport in, in that way as opposed to changing the gameplay, then I think they stick around. But I still think the sport's in trouble, and we might start to see it continue to swing with lower ratings as they were last year. What was last year the lowest-rated Super Bowl in years? Yeah, but don't you think that's also the fact that the Patriots keep making it in there? I think that has an effect on it, too. I think that nobody wants to see the Patriots anymore. Well, so, but you got to think it's a large market, right? So you sh- shouldn't have seen the numbers dwindle that much. And at the end of the day, it's still the is Super it a, Bowl. Is it a large market? Is it as big? Boston? The top no, no, 10 no, 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 no. Oh. Boston, yes. Just New England in general compared to when it comes to football, when you've got teams like Dallas and New York that are literally conglomerates when it comes to the football game. I, I, still, think, I still think Boston is, is a top 10 market. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a big market. And you there's been no lack of excitement, and it's still the Super Bowl. So it's still appointment viewing. 
and we're still seeing a, de a decline in ratings. So I think there is, where there's smoke, there's fire. But, but Mikey Webb, speaking of uh, declines in ratings, didn't you say you were never going to watch football again at one point? Uh, uh, go ahead. I did. And have you watched it since then? I have. So what changed your mind? I wish I could remember the text. It was... He did come back and say why. Because when I stopped watching, I said, you know, I'm always uncomfortable with people who are in power manipulating that kind of power. And the only way to affect change is usually monetarily, right? And my biggest gripe was that although I don't believe that Colin Kaepernick was a great quarterback, I thought he should have been a quarterback in the league. The reason I went back to watching football was right after Colin Kaepernick was offered a roster spot by Pete Carroll and turned it down. And I'm like, well, at this point, you've, you've dug your own hole. You don't want to take any job unless it's a starting job. And then for disappointing myself further was him taking the – the settlement when he clearly this past uh, summer had the league by by the balls because they the league as you know will bury people before they typically pay a settlement and they offered a settlement because whatever he had would have hammered the league because they paid what was it the largest settlement in NFL history that they paid out between yep. the two yeah but it so was, he it wasn't even out that the much money. right it came up to like a million or yeah, two million like, per like owner two million per owner, per owner. Two million per yeah, it was like chump change. Yeah, but I mean, they had enough to like say, "We'll give you the money if you'll go away," as opposed to you don't have anything to stand on. So there was collusion. So there, that stuff is still going on. Collusion. Yeah, is I don't agree with the whole. I don't. I don't buy the whole collusion argument. I think it was a PR nightmare, and I think they did yeah. what they had to do. That, that was a PR nightmare. Kaepernick stinks. Okay, he stinks. He's a questionable quarterback to the point that I would consider Tim Tebow as a 49er. There's, there's, There's nothing wrong with Tim Tebow either in terms of being on a football team. He's another guy who was run out of the league for different reasons. No, but I'm saying strictly off like player level. I'm I'm comparing the two in that regards. Like there just wasn't there are a lot of terrible quarterbacks in the NFL, but just because you know you can throw the ball doesn't guarantee nothing. I think, I think the thing it was a tipping point where I think every you, you look at every player and you say, All right. What's uh, I can never pronounce his real name. Naka Nakam. I want to say Nakamura. Ndamukong Suit. Ndamukong Suit. Thank you. Nakamura. You know the what's he U.S. champion right now? But him. He's not U.S. champion he's, right now. He's a head case, right? He's a dirty player, but he's really good. So a lot of teams have said, "All right, he's worth the trouble he brings for the talent he he brings on he brings to your team." I got news for you. If Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady had kneeled, right? And the Patriots and or Packers had released them, they would have had a job the following Tuesday. I'll give you because they're good enough to offset the problem. Kaepernick, he just wasn't good enough. I'll give you a better for teams example. to want him and the headaches he was going to bring. Because the, when you use arguments about like aggressive and stuff like that, people are like they try to draw a line. I'll give you two players that clean record. They're not bad people. They're just yeah. head cases, and that's Chad Ochocinco. Bengals, Bengals did not want him back yep. with all of the stuff he was bringing. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was entertaining how he would send mustard to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, cornerbacks because he was going to Heinz Stadium and um, and uh, Des Bryant as much of the, the drama. And, I mean, he, he ended up getting signed for a week and getting hurt, but Des Bryant's another yeah. one. N nothing wrong, completely like 
sure. record wise, fine. Just that the headache he brings to a ball club is not worth the as as versus we can talk locally, Gronk, who is in a lot of ways the big the most anti patriot image guy out there. Parties, talks, you know, porn stars wearing his jersey. Patriots put up with it because he was still good enough to justify the headaches he causes. Well, I would also and, say and that especially wasn't. when he comes sliding in in week 15 this he's, year. Thanksgiving, he's back. I think Thanksgiving, he's back. He'll be back in <laughs> by week 10. I, I I don't see it. Oh, does he have to be back by week 10? That's the that's the rule that they kind of put in. That st- that's the oh, same. I didn't know that. Logan, so Logan Mankins, remember yeah. the year that he held out until yep. it's so the league can kind of protect people from like... Retiring oh. and then jumping in and stuff. So I might I might retract 10. my statement. Then so. when when does week ten fall? Do you know? I'm gonna look now. Go ahead. You you keep talking. I'll look. You can sign somebody. Doesn't mean they gotta play. But he's on their reserve retired right, list, yeah, I believe, because he's, he's still under contract. So ooh. he would have to meet. His, so it's almost like a holdout, but not not quite. So he has to be back by week ten. Hmm. Mm. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So Jamie, if you mark this date, this is episode thirty nine. So when we get to, um, oh, man, when we get to... Are you trying to do 12 times 8 right now? No, no, because 12 times 8 is just 96. And then when you do the plus... So thir- if my math is right, I think week 10 is Patriots at Eagles on November 17th, which is about a week before, a week or two before Thanksgiving. That sounds right. Yeah, because you end at the so there's six weeks. Yeah, because there's six weeks left. That's yeah. two weeks left in November, and the four weeks of December because the last regular season game is the last week of December. So yeah, that would be week ten. Now, uh, do you, and again, we'll we'll wrap up the Patriots talk in a second. My other opinion is, I think he comes back if they're in their usual spot heading into that time of year. Meaning, he knows if he comes back, they're probably going to the Super Bowl. He's going to win another ring and all of that. If they're struggling, if they're middle of the road, no, I don't think you see him again. It, you know, he might come back. He was pretty beat up, and I know he's one that talks more than others, but as soon as you hear them start talking about their own mortality, you start yeah. you start being concerned, and him talking about the brain in- injuries and how you know he'd sit in dark rooms after yeah. games and the guy's only 29 years old. He might be sufficiently scared enough, and he's done a great job of taking his money and put it while well, right. his family has. Right, yeah. Where he might look at it and be like, as much as I want to come back, wh- if, if you're him, in? same things. If you're him, do you come back? You personally? If I've walked away, then I'd, pr- I'd probably stay wa- stay away. Depends what the money is. See, I don't mm. think money becomes an issue for him. So I, you, I think he has so much money. Sure. You know who else who had a lot of money? And we won't go down this road. Undertaker and Goldberg. But when you get Saudi money thrown your way, That's true. you'll come back. Right. So, oh. I mean, it all depends on what the, the dollar value is. thought you were going Antoine Walker there for a no, second. No, no. That's that's deep. Uh, <laughs> Poor Antoine. Well, Jamie, I guess on episode 231 for For the Pops, we will find out if the NFL has ceased to exist. And Did Mike, you just do that math over there? I was starting to do the show <laughs> per month, things like that. But... Why don't we go to break? When we come back... Oh, I'm so excited. Mike was genuinely... Uh, Webb was genuinely surprised that he uh, had to take a quiz. Yes. So when we come back, it is the worst pop culture historian, Scotty Slade, taking on the social media anti-advocate, Mikey Webb, in this episode of the For the Pops Pop Quiz. 
We will be right back. You are listening to For the Pops on the For the Pops Network. So, Skyslade, we have a new sponsor for the show. This is kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a company I've actually worked with before. It's called Simple Corp Global. Simple with, Corp Global? Simple Corp Global. And uh, what they do is they actually sell men's and women's grooming products. They have, like, a couple of different lines. And if I remember correctly, I think I gave you some samples a few weeks ago when I saw you. That's right. It was the Simple Man. It was the shampoo, the conditioner, and the body wash. Yeah. And, and how's it working out for you? I'm not going to lie, Jamie. Parts of my body feel like they're on top of a mountain with the cool breeze running between my body parts. Well, clearly that's what they're going to put on their posters and on their website <laughs> is you on a mountain with cool things blowing through your body parts. I think it's a perfect sales pitch. Just yeah. me, hands on my side, giant smile on my face, for the Pops logo coming over my shoulder. Simple Man by Simple Corp Global. Well, and like you said, we let you try out the, some of the shampoos and conditioners, but really, Slade, that Simple Man line, that was created by a couple of guys out in Minnesota who they had what was called the Man Salons. And another big part of the line, which I think we got to get you and all your, your wrestling friends, is, you know, you know, they've got a huge line of, like, beard bombs and beard oils. So you guys don't look so scruffy. You can be a little bit more well-kempt with all but that facial I, hair you got. But can I use that even on my small goatee? You know, it's, it's perfect. They have everything from razors to shaving creams to beard bombs and beard oils that, that's perfect whether you have a a full like even a full war beard it would work on right down to a little scotty slade goatee so then how would i get these cool thing is you can actually order them online you can go to simplecorpglobal.com backslash for the pops and when you order on that one you'll get a special free gift when you place any order is through it, uh, our website by eight by ten it, it is not assigned eight by ten you'll actually uh. get a, a, a free gift from from Simple Corp Global. But the other cool thing is, I don't know if you noticed, they also have a women's line called Simply Hers. Yes, that, uh, you gave me some of that in the free samples as well. Have you given that to your wife or anybody to sample yet? Yeah, for whatever reason, she stayed in the shower for an extra 45 minutes, so I really don't know what's in the stuff, but it'll, apparently it's working. It'll do that for you. You know what? It's all natural. It's paraben-free. It's sulfate-free. And it's, it's gentle, and it's salon quality without the salon quality prices. I also think I gave you some of their samples of, of Alfred and Hoff colognes. Jamie, can you – so the beauty of that one is I've been using that when I go to work. And not only are my employees making compliments, but even our customers are starting to get a little bit closer because of how good I smell. That's pretty awesome because they actually just brought that line in in the past year. It was actually – used to be like exclusively sold in high-end luxury stores, but now it's only available through Simple Corp Global. So you can check that out too. And Slade, the one thing I didn't tell you, as you really learn to love these products and start using them more, you can actually shop for free when you become a regular customer. Get out of here. Yeah, I swear. The more you order and you place things on subscription, like some of those shave clubs that are out there, you can do the same thing with Simple Corp. So I, I don't even have to leave my house? You don't have to leave your house. You can order it online. You can set up. They'll deliver weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, however often you want to take those products in. And the more you buy, the more you save, and eventually you can even earn uh, free product credits for your future purchases. So you're saying I get to smell like a million bucks, feel like I'm standing on top of a mountaintop naked, and then get an extra 45 minutes to play my video games, and all I have to do is click order once, and it'll reoccur as many times as I need? Yep, just set yourself up as a preferred customer, and you're ready to go. 
You just tell me where that website is again, Jamie. It's simplecorpglobal.com backslash for the pops. And you can shop from all three lines from Simple Man, from Simply Hers, and Alfred Hoff. It's simplecorpglobal.com backslash for the pops. And we are back on For the Pops here on the For the Pops Network. I'm Scotty Slade, joined by Jimmy G. Mikowski with Mikey Webb, and it is time for the Pops Pop Quiz. Jamie, this is probably the most I've ever been equal to my opponent. I, I And I've tried to make it easy this week, Scotty Slade. You say this that This is one of the week. easiest pop culture if quizzes. If I ever take all our shows... And edit all them together. This is, this is, this is easiest, 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 easiest. Because I make it easier every single week than the last one. (laughs) I make them easier. So, Mikey Webb, the way it's going to work is I have five pop culture questions. I'll ask the questions. You guys will both write down your (laughs) answers. What show are you on right now? (laughs) We'll uh, we'll go back and forth. And then our last question, I'll explain when we get there, but it's a back and forth. So, whoever can name the most will get bonus points. You'll have fun. Trust me. You're going to do great, kid. So, question... Number one, what I do, Mike Webb, is I go to my 15-year-old daughter, soon to be 16-year-old daughter, every week, and I say to Nikki, hey, Nick, what's a squad? What are you and your peeps? What are some of the cool terms you're using these days? None of those, though. And, and then she says to me, Dad, I told you, leave me alone. I'm hanging out with my friends. And I go on the internet and I find <laughs> you go, I, I hear you, Hundo P. Hundo but P. Really, I need I, it. I use, I use Hundo P in texts. All the time. It's probably the favorite one yes, you do. that we've ever that we've ever used. So today's uh, teen slang word is crashy. What does crashy mean? Yeah, actually, I had the pleasure because uh, this was my daughter's last week of school. So I've been driving her and her friends. Hide your answer for now, Mike Webb, until we tell you to reveal it. Because Scotty Slade will cheat. Um, That's not true. Never cheat in my life. We, uh, I've been driving them around a lot lately. Yep. And the best part is, is when you drive them enough, like different parents of us have different roles. Like we have one friend, Lois, where she's like one of the girls and they talk to her. My wife, they try to ignore. When the girls were with me, I guess they all referred to it as, oh, when, when Mr. They call me Mr. Jams. When Mr. Jams drives, it's like a talk show. Because <laughs> I just bounce around, just bouncing questions off of each of them to keep us entertained. But it's an amazing thing. So, Mikey Webb, as our guest, you get to choose. Do you want to go first or second with the definition of the word crashy? I'll take first on this one. Okay. okay. The definition of the word crashy is sleepy. Oh, sleepy. Also one of the seven dwarfs. Scotty Slade? I'm going to say definition of crashy. Yes. It's, it's whack. It's like the situation's going to go off the roads and be a disaster. It's crashy. Man, I don't want to go out and play. It's crashy. No, actually, crashy is used to describe someone. It's actually a compound word. It's a compound of crazy and trashy. So if you see somebody oh. else and you call her, you call her crashy. Not only is is she a little bit nuts, she's also kind of uh, trashy. I'm sure from our wrestling days, we could all name. Uh, a few people we met along the way. Yeah, one of AG's who, ex-girlfriends we would call Crashy. <laughs> Perfect, so. Ferns? 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 Ferns' girlfriend? I don't, I don't Past know. Past girlfriend, would... not current, correct? No, current. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's why we have an edit uh, button. This is not the show where we call people. So <laughs> we are tied up. Whoa, whoa, that's not me calling anybody out. That's well known that that's how I feel for a long time. Okay. Anyway, I, the views, will you come on the, the cast begin someday? <laughs> will you? 
That's that's my other podcast where we talk about the history of chaotic wrestling. You and I were actually having an interesting conversation where we started to debate before we went on the air. Yes. You got to come on that one this fall. I'll come on that one. And we'll one. talk about you, but then we'll spin off some other stuff. Yeah, because my career is like this big worth the of talking The views and opinions of Mikey Webb do not reflect that uh, for the pops. All right. Question <laughs> number two. Uh, earlier this week, pop culture and action movie icon Chris Pratt of Jurassic World and Guardians of the Galaxy fame, he actually married over the weekend to the daughter of what other pop culture and action movie icon? The do- so we're going to name so, the mother? What? No, you have to, you have, you have, it's the daughter of another pop culture and action movie icon. So we're going to name the icon, not you the daughter. name the icon, not the daughter. I will give you an extra point if you can, if you can give me the, the daughter's first name. Okay. <laughs> As they both write, write down their answers. Mikey Webb's writing, actually writing a short novel, which is nice. I like, I like short stories and novellas. Got it. All right, you got this one? Got it. All right, so Scotty Slade, you have to go first on this one. Mikey Webb went first last time. So you said that he married the daughter of another action movie. Pop culture and action movie icon. Oh, pop culture. Well. Pop culture and action movie icon. What you'll find, Mikey Webb, is if you ever listen to him, Scotty Slade only listens to parts of the <laughs> questions. He only hears certain things. So I guess he's a pop culture icon. I'm going to say Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester wow, Stallone. Wow, that's so wrong. All right. <laughs> Mikey Webb, your guest. The daughter of the Terminator. Please don't Does make Arnold me have spell a daughter? Schwarzenegger's last name. And Mikey Webb is taking a one-nothing no! lead. No! Yeah. Ah! I didn't even know Arnold had a daughter. That's why I skipped him. Yeah. He had kids. Yeah, he was married to Maria Shriver for like 20 years. This is their daughter, Catherine. And they wed over the weekend, yeah. And he has no a bastard. Way. Yeah, with the maid. With the, with the housekeeper, right? With or the, the maid or yeah. something like that. Yeah. What? I said a bastard. Stop I stunned it. Snow. This is not <laughs> a game didn't of know that. Yeah. So the score is now. Congratulations. You've taken oh, the lead. Oh, man. I thought he only got drop kicked in Africa. I didn't no, know that he had kids. Okay. Question number three. Wow. Nobody's going to get this one right. The showrunner of what popular sitcom announced that the upcoming season four will be the last season of the show? <laughs> Scotty Slate is. Do I just name the me. show? Just name the show. Season four? There's a show coming up. It's season four. It's a very popular sitcom that's on uh, right now. Well, it's not on right now because it's on hiatus. But when it comes back, it's a current show. And the showrunner just announced this week that upcoming season four will be the last one. Which that seems to be like the new thing now. If you know, shows announced way ahead of time. Oh, this, like Big Bang Theory did a Game of Thrones. I don't remember that when we were younger. I thought like shows just kind of ended. Okay. Well, that's because they kept it. it going as long yeah. as they could until ratings killed it right but it. when the stars are like i don't want to do this yeah. anymore they're like let's drive up these ratings by announcing this is the last chance you get to exactly. see it okay so uh, mikey would you get to go first this time i'm gonna go with the goldbergs the goldbergs i'd be so mad because they're on like season seven okay eight i'm gonna say speechless uh you're both incorrect <sighs> it's actually uh the good place with uh <sighs> yeah, with ted danson and uh, and Kristen Bell, they've announced that season four is going to be the last one. They feel that they've kind of had a story arc planned since the beginning, and they're starting to hit the end of it, so they want to wrap it up. I've only I've only uh, while it's binged still watch Goldberg. Good. That's why I know it's more than four. Was, <laughs> I just knew it was coming to an end, and I just didn't know okay. if it was season four or not. All right, question four. Uh, in Brian Fury's most anticipated movie this summer, the Fast and the Furious franchise will be continuing. Yep. However, it was just announced this week that following this summer's movie, 
who would be joining the cast of the f- next movie in the Fast and Furious franchise? Fast and Furious number nine. So not this summer. This summer we know it's The Rock and... Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is in it as well. Right? But in the following one, they've announced that who will be joining the cast of Fast and Furious? Because we have Hobbs and Shaw coming out this summer. Brian Fury is very excited about it. I, I actually, I'm like a casual Fast and Furious fan. Do you watch a lot of them, Webb? I've seen them all. This one looks atrocious. Oh, what? This one looks this really bad. This one looks bad. amazing. Oh, boy. Who's first? All right, Scotty Slade, you get to go first on this one. I'm going to say Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. We're bringing it going back. Going back to question two. <laughs> Arnold, also known as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you have Arnold? I have Stallone oh, going off of Scotty's. No, I don't repeat answers, you two. <laughs> Seriously, you two don't know this one? Well, you well, haven't used be... Stallone yet. Yeah, Stallone wouldn't be a repeating answer. Unless it's... it's one of your future answers. It's not a future answer either. <laughs> oh, my God. I tried to make the... It's John Cena. Oh, man. Cena was announced this week that he would be having a main role in Fast and Furious 9. He was do really... you know what... Go ahead. I was going to say... Do you know why I don't know that? Because I also read John Cena was on the set of Deadpool 3. No, like they announced his casting. Yeah, like yeah, he's going to yeah. be in it. I'm just saying, when I read articles about John Cena that he was seen on sets for that. I made this as easy as I could. Like literally oh, wrestlers man. were answers in this one. Oh, man. Really? Well, I'm sorry. I couldn't see him. Schwarzenegger. See, oh. I nailed the Schwarzenegger one. You did. Well, Mike, you do have a one nothing lead going into the final. But now what we do is I have a list, and I'll give you the category in a minute. What we're going to do next we're going to go back and forth. Okay? You get a point for every answer you get right. You don't get anything taken away. If you get a wrong answer, we just go to the next person. We're doing the three strike rule? We're going to do the three strike rule. What we do is we keep playing until either you guys get all the answers or one of you gets three strikes. Or Jamie gets mad. Or sometimes I just get bored with the whole damn thing. No, the three strikes rule has helped with the boredom. I mean, there have been some of these Mikey Webb where, I mean, it's like an hour and a half later and it's just like, you know. All right, let's go. Off. So, you know, we talked a little bit about summer earlier today. Yep. Right? Well, a huge summer tradition for all of us is WWE's annual show, Slummer Slam. Slummer Slam. So, Summer Slam, right? <laughs> there have actually been 31 Summer Slams. Oh, wow. Dating back to 1988. What you guys are going to do is you're going to go back and forth naming the main events uh, of Summer Slams. Jeez. Now, Mikey Webb, because you are in the lead, you're going to go first. All right. There was the intercontinental title ladder match between Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. I I want to say that that wasn't the main event. I'm sorry, that is not on the list. Uh, And that's strike one. I'm going to say... Right now, Brian Fury's getting so angry. Triple H versus Randy Orton. We have Triple H versus Randy Orton. I thought that's when he won the title. I'm sorry, that is not on the list. And strike one. 31 of them, guys. Just 31. 
Does that mean if he gets three strikes before I get? <laughs> no, I he still has a one nothing lead. <laughs> oh no! All right. Uh, Macho Man versus the Ultimate Warrior. That would be two strikes. Wait, why'd you move, why'd you move things? Just eyeball on the paper. I'm not gonna cheat. You can't see it. It's yeah. over Bro here. Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero. Hold on. Wait, he has two strikes. What was that one? Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero. Wait, how can you not cheat now? You're standing. Oh my! Well, it, it, obviously neither of you are cheating because <laughs> neither of you get goddamn it right. <laughs> two strikes for Slade. I can name matches on SummerSlam no, cards. Right? You know, I'm not letting you guys out with the three strikes rule. You guys have to get at least a few I of these. I think I got one. I Mike, think I got one. Turn. It's my earliest pay-per-view memory. Yes. But it might not be the main event, but I know it was a SummerSlam match. Bret Hart and Owen Hart in the big blue cage in 1993. <laughs> All right. We're going to continue. You're more strikes because I can't end the quiz now. My God, you two are pathetic. Uh, I'm going to say. This is awful. I'm so sad right now. I'm going to say. John Cena <laughs> versus <laughs> Triple H. You're just throwing out likely matches at this point. <laughs> like, this one had to have happened maybe in a main event. <laughs> Mike, you have your up to strike four. I'm not ending this. I refuse to end this until you guys get at least one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's, let's focus it in here. Let's go with... I purposely went with this, like, do you think some of the other ones I had? I had, like, top-grossing summer movies. I had biggest-selling <laughs> summer songs. But no, I figured, let, all right, let me spoon-feed these two knuckleheads with the summer song question. All right, all right, here we go. Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. No! <laughs> Brock, Brock versus CM Punk. That was SummerSlam, wasn't it? That was the Wolverine Hulk thing. That wasn't the main event? <laughs> No. No. That's four straight. That's not another one. You guys have both gotten four straight wrong. I want to pick up my phone and see where these matches fell. Right? They were the matches that were most enjoyable on the card. Yeah, well, because I wanted to. Mikey we're, we're back to you. I want to say, like, Angle Ray, but that was not. That was, like, the opener. My attention span wasn't long enough to make it to Dang. the main event. Yeah, four strikes. All right, well, I got to pick we'll, a really we'll, good we'll one. Do, now. I guess we'll do, like, three outs, so I, it's like you get I nine got, strikes each. I got one. I got All right, one. Go ahead. I got one. Wait, 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 wait. Now, now it's your turn. It's on. Now the pressure's no, on, right? No, I got one. In my head, I think I got one. <coughs> All right. How about Bret Hart <laughs> and Diesel? Aust Five strikes. Aust what? Austin Angle. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. Go ahead, you. Right. I got one. I got one more. You guys, you guys have five strikes each. You only have four left before I kill this. I got one more. Um, I'm just gonna text Brian how bad we're doing right now. If you don't, if you don't this mind. is amazing. No, because he'll no, start sending you answers. No, because he'll back an answer. Cheater. Loki. <laughs> It'll be I'll, in your I'll group cheat chat. This way, right? We both look. Got it. Um, I'll make you up. You have four more strikes. I got plenty of matches in my head, just whether or not they're main events. Yeah, that's not my just problem right now. Name people now. That's what I've been doing. Wait, clock. Been... Clock. All right, we need uh, to answer in five seconds. Stone Cold versus Mankind. 
<laughs> rock, rock Triple H. No. Can we just start yelling answers out and see who sticks first? I think they'd be much better at this point if <laughs> well, we just I mean, do technically Mikey Webb has won one to nothing at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I won this game. So then give us 30 seconds to yell out matches, and if it, we hit it, then we, it's good. It's a barrage section. What? Do, why does it matter? You're not getting any right. Just keep going back and forth. I know. Well, because I just want to keep yelling out matches in my head. And he's taking forever to Shawn think. Michaels, Triple H. I don't think so. That wasn't a street fight? That wasn't SummerSlam? That wasn't the main event? That's, that's oh. what I thought. Don't worry, he did the nip up in jeans? Right? <laughs> Kane versus Undertaker. No. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. SummerSlam. Ultimate Warrior versus Rick Rude. Ding 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. He wins. We, we're officially declaring Mikey Webb the winner. Two to nothing. <laughs> Good lord! You guys got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, like fifteen. Can wrong. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god, you guys are awful. <laughs> Terrible. Oh man. Are you ready? We were definitely naming real matches, by the way. You were naming people? In in real matches. I gave you the matches. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Uh, uh Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks. Hogan oh, and Savage versus DiBiase and Andre, where Elizabeth took off the skirt. Yep. Hogan and Beefcake versus Randy Savage and Zeus. That was after No Holds Barred. Yep. You were so close. Warrior versus Rick Rude in a steel cage. Uh, Hogan and Warrior versus Slaughter, General Adnan, and Colonel Mustafa. I said SummerSlam seven times. Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog in, in Wembley Stadium. Oh, I've watched that match a thousand times. Yoko versus Lex. Was that SummerSlam? Yeah. The Undertaker. Versus the Underfaker. That was the year. It was '94. It was Undertaker versus the Impersonator Undertaker. Diesel versus Mabel in '95. Michaels versus Vader in '96. Undertaker versus Bret Hart. You were so close on that one too. In '97, Austin versus the Undertaker. Webb, here's one where I so wanted to give you points. Um, Austin versus Triple H versus Mankind. Oh. In a triple threat match. I was actually at that one. And that was in Minnesota. Rock angle Triple H in a triple threat match. In 2001, The Rock versus Brock Lesnar. No, none of this ringing a bell. Slade, well, that was, that was, Slade's too busy texting Fury right now. No, I'm just I'm just looking and seeing how I've whiffed on, on these and how I just uh, Booker T versus The Rock. Hunter, Jericho, Nash, Michaels, Randy Orton, and Goldberg. All in a six-way, probably a uh, chamber gimmick. Benoit versus Orton. Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, Remember that's that was, right. That was the where Michael sells like a fool for... S sells his ass off yes. and, and makes the guy look like a million yes. bucks. Yes. Edge versus Cena. Cena versus Orton. He said Cena versus Orton, didn't I he? I said Triple H versus Orton. Oh. Yeah, you, said, you guys said every possible combination... Around these people. I might have said Cena Orton, but he's not. We're going to have to go back to the tape. I'll go back to the tape. Uh, Undertaker Edge. Uh, Hardy versus Punk. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Punk in a TLC match. There was uh, this one I completely forgot about. Team WWE. Cena, Daniel Bryan, Edge, Jericho, R-Truth, John Morrison, and Bret Hart against the Nexus. Huh. Remember that one? Mm -hmm. Punk versus Cena. 
Lesnar versus Triple H. Cena versus Daniel Bryan. Cena versus Lesnar. Taker versus Lesnar. Lesnar versus Orton. Lesnar versus Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman. And finally, last year, Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Overall, gentlemen, a pathetic showing. Yeah. But I want to congratulate you, Mikey Webb, on a bit. I still call you Mikey Webb. I apologize. Dominating win, by the way. A dominating win. You won two to nothing. Oh, my goodness. And you know what, Mike Webb? We actually have a special prize <clears throat> that we give to all of our winners here on uh, For the Pops. I blame, I blame the heat. It is a thousand. I'm blaming the heat. So, uh, Mikey Webb, we do have a special gift that we give to all of our winners here on For the Pops. Uh, it's a little token of our appreciation. Token of my appreciation. Um, and you get one of the official uh, Jamie Jamikowski autographed 8x10s. With two ladies yes, dressed in lingerie. Yes, uh, I'm giving you one of the uh, lingerie versions from my Days in Undercover Wear as a little thank you to you. So, uh, thank you for being top of the pops from so there you go so I know you're not on social media usually we ask our guests to post these on social media but you can just hang uh, Tarzan Taylor Matt Spectrum yep. he is that proudly hanging in his dining room if, over the if while that's wet you grab a check and <laughs> just it, it, imprint it and, <laughs> imprint it you may Absolutely. get yourself a much bigger reward so again thank you for joining us today Scotty will you uh, will you post that on social media for me <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take, take a picture your, of it take your photo when we're done with the podcast <laughs> so Jamie good job Mike let me just say good job I cannot wait to be berated about this uh, <laughs> later in a group text I, I, I'm still going with how hot it was in here anyway uh, for Jamie Jamikowski Mike where can we find you on social media you can't. All right. Well, if he ever comes back, I'm sure we'll find out where. And in uh, eight years, we will bring you back on to find out the future of the NFL. You have been listening to For the Pops. For Jamie Jamikowski, Mikey Webb, I am Scotty Slade. Thank you for listening. <laughs>